It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. It's a new episode with the Murder Bucket Podcast. Good evening, Murder Bucket family, and welcome to tonight's episode. While typically we would have a mini episode for you tonight, it is the first episode of the month, and we have a lot of information in our True Crime News Corner, so we are going to do that instead. So get ready for... Roy McCrath, the former chief of staff to former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, was killed in Tennessee. He was located by the FBI in a car in the Knoxville area. A federal manhunt had been underway since McGrath failed to appear in federal court in Baltimore, Maryland on March 13th. A warrant was issued for his arrest and the FBI soon searched his house in Naples, Florida and interviewed his relatives. McGrath was set to be tried on federal charges stemming from his time running the Maryland Environmental Service, a government state agency that provides services like wastewater management, composting, and recycling. Prosecutors said that McGrath fraudulently obtained a severance payment of $233,000 when he left to take the job as Hogan's chief of staff in 2020, a falsified document perpetrating to show the governor had approved of the payment. He was also accused of falsifying timesheets while vacationing in Europe and stealing money for tuition for classes at Harvard. Cash App founder Bob Lee was fatally stabbed by IT consultant Naima Momini near downtown San Francisco after the two men got into an argument over Naima's sister. Naima drove to the secluded area and stabbed Bob three times with a four-inch knife. He was arrested after a nine-day manhunt that attracted national attention. He will be charged with murder and faces up to 26 years to life behind bars. Southern California dermatologist Emily Yu has been charged with three felony counts of poisoning and one count of domestic battery. Images that were shown for the Orange County District Attorney claims that it shows the mother of two pouring a Drano-like substance into her husband, Dr. Jack Chen's tea, intending to cause him pain and suffering. But Yu's attorney said that's not what is pictured. He claims that his client was trying to kill ants in the kitchen. She does pour Drano in the cup three times to kill ants. That's not disputed, he says. Dr. Chen said he set up a hidden camera in his home last April when he says that he began noticing a strange taste in his tea. The Orange County District Attorney said that photos capture you pouring a substance into the tea on July 11th, July 18th, and July 25th. You is expected to be arraigned in the coming weeks and could face eight years if convicted of all counts. In the meantime, her husband has filed for divorce and is fighting for full custody of their children. A 25-year-old man shot and killed five colleagues with a rifle at a downtown bank in Louisville, Kentucky, where he worked. Eight others were wounded during the attack. The suspect, who officials said was live-streaming the rampage, was killed by the police after exchanging fire with them. The five people who died were employees of the bank, Tommy Elliott, Jim Tutt, Josh Barrick, Deanna Eckert, and Juliana Farmer. Jack Texera, a 21-year-old member of the Massachusetts Air National Guard, 
was arrested by federal authorities in connection with their investigation into classified documents that were leaked on the Internet. The FBI agents took Texaria into custody without incident. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced in brief remarks at the Justice Department this statement. Today, the Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Texera in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Texera is an employee of the United States Air Force National Guard. Texera will have an initial appearance in the U.S. District Court for Massachusetts, who added that the investigation is ongoing. He declined to take questions from the media. Six people, including four teenagers, have been arrested and now face murder charges in connection with the deadly rampage at a weekend Sweet 16 birthday party in Alabama. Willie George Brown Jr., 19, was arrested and charged with four counts of reckless murder. Johnny Latrone Brown, 20, of Tuskegee, was arrested and charged with four counts of reckless murder. Wilson Lamar Hill Jr., 20, of Auburn, was arrested and faces the same charges. Ty McCall, 17, and Travis McCall, 16, both of Tuskegee, were arrested and also faced four counts of reckless murder. A 15-year-old from Tuskegee was also arrested and faces the same charges. With the exception of the 15-year-old, the suspects are being held without bond. A 21-year-old woman was shot and killed after she and three others accidentally turned into the wrong driveway while looking for a friend's house in rural upstate New York. The woman, identified as Kayleen Gillies, was a passenger in a vehicle when a man fired two shots from his front porch. Washington County Sheriff Jeffrey Murphy said that one of the shots hit the vehicle and struck Kaylin. The man, 65-year-old Kevin Monahan, has been charged with second-degree murder in connection with her death. Sheriff Murphy is quoted saying, It is a very rural area with dirt roads. It's easy to get lost. They drove up this driveway for a very short time, realized their mistake, and were trying to leave. That's when Mr. Monahan came out and fired two shots. Two men were arrested on charges that they helped establish a secret police station in New York City on behalf of the Chinese government. About three dozen officers with China's National Police Force were also charged and Two men were arrested on charges that they helped establish a secret police station in New York City on behalf of the Chinese government. About three dozen officers with China's National Police Force were also arrested and charged with using social media to harass descendants inside the United States. These cases are part of a series of Justice Department prosecutions in recent years that are aimed at disrupting Chinese government efforts to locate in America pro-democracy advocates and others who are openly critical of Beijing's policies and to suppress their speech. Crosley Green, who was released from a Florida prison in 2021 after serving 32 years for a murder he said that he did not commit, surrendered to correctional officers to resume a life sentence. Crosley spent his last weekend of freedom attending Sunday services at his church in Titusville, Florida, and enjoying his last hours outside penitentiary walls, mostly encouraging his family and fiancé to be strong.
Crosley was escorted into the Department of Corrections office by his attorney, Keith Harrison and Gina Thomas, who have both worked on his case for 15 years. Crosley was ordered back to prison after the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit Court rejected his claim that his guilty verdict was obtained in violation of his constitutional rights. The appellate court described the evidence uncovered post-trial as strictly circumscribed and concluded it would not have changed the outcome of his 1990 conviction by an all-white Brevard County, Florida jury. The U.S. Supreme Court decided in late February not to review Crosley's case, exhausting his final appeal. Charges against Alec Baldwin have been dropped in the fatal onset rust shooting, according to sources familiar with the matter. Newly appointed special prosecutors in the case confirmed that charges have been dropped against the actor, though noted that their investigation remains active and ongoing. 34-year-old Joseph Eaton was recently released from prison after serving two years of his sentence for aggravated assault. According to a news release, the suspect confessed recently to killing his parents and their friends and firing at vehicles he thought were carrying officers who were following him on the highway. Maine State Police identified the deceased victims as Robert Eager, Patricia Eager, Cynthia Eaton, and David Eaton. The body of David Eaton was found in a barn near the home, while the bodies of the Eagers and Cynthia Eaton were discovered in the house. The death toll at a ranch in Kenya, owned by a pastor who was accused of leading a religious cult and ordering his followers to starve themselves in order to quote-unquote meet Jesus, has reached 90, as the country's interior minister announced an expanded operation at the site. The new figure came after police exhumed 17 more bodies. The total number of those rescued while starving at the ranch now stands at 34. Kenya Red Cross Society's latest figure on the number of missing is 213. Pastor Paul McKenzie Thinji, who heads the Good News International Church, is accused of luring his followers to the ranch near the coastal town of Malindi. He allegedly told them to fast until death in order to meet Jesus before burying them in shallow graves spread across his land. He was arrested after police raided the property in early April, and he remains in police custody pending a court appearance. Kathleen Sorensen was taken into custody after the jury returned a guilty verdict. Her bail was set to $100,000. In December 2020, Kathleen told police, a Petaluna couple had attempted to kidnap her two young children at a Michael's craft store and outlined the allegations in two Instagram videos that were viewed more than four million times. Kathleen faces a maximum sentence of six months in jail. Christopher Prestepino was sentenced to 10 to 25 years in prison for killing 24-year-old Esmeralda Gonzalez in 2019. Her body was found bound with white tape around her head and neck. She was wrapped in a blanket and stuffed inside a 250-gallon water tank that was filled with concrete. Former respiratory therapist Jennifer Hall pleaded guilty to two counts of first-degree involuntary manslaughter in connection with the deaths of Fern Franco and Koval Gain. She also pleaded guilty to one count of attempted assault in the death of Norma Pearson, all three victims died in 2002 at Hendrick Medical Center in Missouri. 
She was originally charged with first-degree murder for the deaths of Fern Franco and David Harper, but the charges for David were dismissed. 17-year-old Mason Sisk was convicted of four counts of capital murder in the shooting deaths of five of his family members. He is scheduled to be sentenced in July. He killed his father, 38-year-old John Sisk, his mother, 35-year-old Mary Sisk, and his four siblings, 6-year-old Kane Sisk, 4-year-old Rory Sisk, and 6-month-old Colson Sisk in 2019. During his trial, video evidence was shown where Mason admitted to killing his family because he was fed up with all the fighting. Caroline Donham, who accused black teen Emmett Hill of making sexual advances toward her before he was brutally beaten and lynched by her then-husband, has died at the age of 88. The Clark County Coroner's Office stated that the skeletal remains that were found last summer at Lake Mead near Las Vegas have been identified as 52-year-old Claude Pessinger, who went missing on July 14, 1998. The coroner was unable to determine his cause of death. And finally, former gynecologist James Heaps received an 11-year sentence after he was found guilty of three counts of sexual battery by fraud and two counts of sexual penetration of two patients. He was also ordered to register as a sex offender. According to ABC7, more than 500 lawsuits had been filed against Heaps and UCLA, alleging that the institution failed to protect his patients after learning about his misconduct. The Los Angeles Times reports that the women involved with the cases testified that the former doctor groped them, penetrated them with his ungloved hand, and committed acts of sexual stimulation under the guise of medical examinations. And that concludes tonight's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.